Welcome to our 2024 podcast. Yes, Adult Chat Podcast. podcast. My name is Mr. Rio. And I am Monique. And today we're going to be talking about brand new churches. And what can we do to bring more people in the kingdom of God? Churches in the area. So... We go to a church that we are attending. We've been there for like two weeks already. Right, right. And they have, they don't have, they don't have any, sorry, that is our daughter. She is tired. Go ahead. Okay, so, um, they, they've been in ministry for a long time, but don't have anything in place. Like what I mean by that is they don't have, they don't have security. Um, they don't have, uh, they don't have a group for children. Um, they don't have a praise and worship, um, team. Um, it's just, they, like I said, they just brand freaking fresh, just brand freaking fresh. And you know what? Sometimes, not sometimes all the time. It's good to be at a church where they're just, Brand new, freaking fresh, because you can grow with them. Exactly, and you can go on the journey with, with them, them. Exactly, and help grow the yep. ministry. Yeah, and make sure that you are raising your kid kids up in the righteous of God's will yep. and way. You know, but when you're in old churches, they're kind of stuck to their own ways ways, and they're not open to receive new ideas and listen to the way that people move or what they brought to from their old church that maybe can enhance the kingdom of God in their church. Right. So, you know, today we're just going to chat about it because, you know, going to a new church it's like a rebirth Mm -hmm. don't you agree i totally agree it's like a rebirth and a renewish of your spirit your mind your body and you get new perspectives for me for me when when a person goes to a, a a brand new church and they get to they get to grow with the church i feel like the people who are who who are going in the church when more people come in the church more people get to know you better because you just started off with them and you grew with them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. And and what I realized today when we was heading into church is that the atmosphere was so transparent and so beautiful. You can see feel the spirit of God yeah. in the atmosphere yeah. and just worshiping along beside your brother and sisters and Christ and just having that renew of enjoying going to church Mm -hmm. because you can get into a cycle with rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat Repeat. and do the same thing. I'm going to set up, I'm going to break down, Mm -hmm. I'm going to set up, I'm going to break down, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this, I'm going to put the coffee out and you do it so much that you burn yourself out that you don't actually enjoy listening to the word of God. And that's what I feel like we was doing at our last church, if I'm being frank. Yeah, our, our last church, I felt like, at our last church, I, I totally felt like all we had to do was volunteer, 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 volunteer. But I was always, like, 
I work uh, I work a job where it's a 10 hour shift and it's not a five to nine job it's a it's a job when you're done doing and then when I come home I come home tired I don't want to come home tired on a Saturday and then be like oh man I gotta go to church I gotta go I, I gotta go uh, serve the Lord and I'm tired I gotta wake up again at six o'clock in the morning and, and I was getting very tired uh, more agitated more upset because I was like this is no longer something that I, lo I want to love to do this is something that um, this is something that I feel like I have to do because I feel like I'm being forced to do it when I don't want to do it this is something that I didn't feel like doing all the time. I wanted to go into church. I wanted to praise God and I wanted to go home. But the pastor always wanted me to, to, to volunteer. And for you, when you go into a church and you volunteer, volunteer shouldn't be a mandatory thing like you're going into work. Volunteer should be something where you want to do it and you want to give your heart and your soul into it because you love to do it. But if you feel like you have to do it all the time, then that's an issue in itself. And to piggyback off what you're saying, is that you have to have a heart of serving. Right. You have to have a heart of giving your time. Even though God gives us his time unconditionally, sometimes it takes us a while right. to get to that place in our spirit and our minds to serve unconditionally as though God serves and do for us unconditionally with no questions asked. But sometimes it takes us a while to get there because we have blockage right. going on in our lives. Right. We got blockage. We got pain got baggage that sometimes if we're serving we know that it's not we're not serving out of the kindness of our heart and we're doing it because we want to be blessed we're doing it because at times we feel like we have to sorry she's she's a trip today and and it should never be because Someone tells you. It shouldn't be someone tells you you have to serve. It should automatically come to your heart and your spirit that I'm going to serve the Lord because the Lord always continues to love me and take care of me no matter what. Right. A pastor should never have to tell you you have to serve. I'm just saying. Uh, you know what? I, let me... um. Let me piggyback off of you too. So, um, the church that we used to go to, I had, I, um, there was an issue, uh, with the pastor and I didn't like how, um, I didn't like how the pastor moved as a person and as a man of God. So anyways, the pastor that we go to now that we, the church that we attend to now said something. He said something that just put a light bulb in my head. And I'm sorry to change the conversation. This is still about church. Um, he said, um, a pastor doesn't have to pray for your family. Yes. You have, have to, to pray, pray for, for your, your own family. And the light bulb just clicked in my head. And I was like, oh, oh 
Okay, so me just being agitated and upset with a, uh, uh, a pastor because he didn't want to pray for our family was the wrong You had an aha moment. moment. Right, I was wrong for being upset with him because he's not the man of our flock. flock. I'm the man of our flock, but the number one man of our flock is God. Yes. And I should have depended on God for his glory. For his glory and just praying to him. I should have prayed for him. I should have prayed with him. Well, I, I, you should have prayed to him, him on right, behalf have, of our family. family. And and I you it didn't click until he said something. He said something, right? But what I'm trying to say is if you're going to a church, right? And you want to get to love it, but you feel like something is wrong and you're just like I feel like I don't fit in this church. I feel like I don't belong to this church. Then get out and go somewhere where you know you belong. But don't make a rational decision like I did because we wanted to get out of a particular church. Make sure you go to that church over and over and over. And if it's the church for you, God will tell you. God will tell you. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Today, we went to our second church service. I wasn't planning to get up and 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 raising my hand and praising God and yelling and saying hallelujah. I You're was normally the quiet one. I was the quiet one. I'm always the quiet one and I just <laughs> yell. I yelled and I said hallelujah. I put my hands up like I felt the energy. You felt God. I it felt was, God. Yeah. It wasn't the energy. It was God in the atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah. God yeah. always is in the atmosphere yeah. of yeah. everything that we do yeah. in life. life. But but what I'm saying is like, if you're going to start off in a church, make sure it's the right church for you. Make sure that when you, when if you want to give your time to volunteer to a Pacific church, make sure it's the the right church for you to volunteer and feel and and don't feel like you have to volunteer like you have to go to work. Feel like you want to because you want to give your your time to the Lord. No, you're right on on point. You have to feel like you it, it needs to be in your heart of hearts when you're giving your time to God. When you're serving, you're giving your time to God. You're having that one-on-one time to set up or to sing and worship or to pray into that atmosphere. You have that time to serve and be one with God. And But not only that, you should be with one with God at all times in your life. And, and not to change the subject, which I, but I feel like in our lives we're starting to pray as a family um that we just need a prayer room just so we can come to the lord in that pacific room in that pacific place where we can just worship and have music of the lord just come through inside the house so that was my thought and then my second thought was why do we emphasize serve, serve, serve? Why can't it just be do what God tells you to do and let him lead you to the way of his teaching 
you know that's like that's what when 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 the pastor was speaking and he was speaking eloquently and he was speaking the gospel and the truth of God and his purpose I was like why doesn't people just say that serve the Lord and di- let him direct your footsteps mm-hmm. yeah you know you don't have to have well, what, what avenue let him show you the directions of where he wants you to be. Right, right. Because the pastor also uh, made me had a aha moment. The pastor's not there. The pastor's not there to um, guide you to to God. He's there to help you along. Help you along your journey. So you can grow more with God. He's supposed to mix the pot. He's mixing it and mixing it. But it's up to you. If you want to have a relationship have a relationship with him, you're more than welcome to have it with him. If you don't want to have a relationship with him and the pastor's still mixing the pot and you don't want to be a part of that pot. Get out the pot. Get out the pot. That's not that's not on him. That's, that's on, on you. you. That's your soul. Exactly. That is your soul. But here's the thing that people realize, that people don't realize. When they're in trouble, the first thing they always says that the pastor said to me, said to us today in church, Oh God, oh Jesus. Right. But the thing is you should be praising God even in the, the good times and the bad times and in between times. Not because you're going through a midlife crisis and you want to get a Mercedes and you want to step out on your relationship. That's not how it works. You should praise him in the good times and even in the things that he's about to do in your life. Because, you know, we never know when time is going to be up on this earth. We don't know when our time is up. And you don't want to be like, Hey, God be like, hey, my son, my daughter, did you do everything on earth like you were supposed to do? And you'd be like, um, but God, I got to do a few more things. And he's like, no, 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 my child. It's time for you to come home with me. You don't want to waste your time on earth. Thinking about yesterday. Let's start today. Today is, let's be in the presence of today. No, we're not talking about new churches. We're talking about (laughs) a whole new subject, which is crazy. You know, sometimes that happens when you're talking about God. You know, that's a taboo thing to talk about nowadays. It's taboo to talk about God. It's taboo to talk about politics. It's taboo to talk about certain things, but raising your children in the church will lead them and guide them so they know where to come home to when they're in distress. Yeah, you know, our son, when we was going to the other church, our son um, actually told us that he didn't like going because they don't teach him biblical scriptures of the Bible. They just have him play. And he didn't like, he likes to play. But when he goes to church, he didn't like to play. He wanted to learn about God himself. Exactly. And they didn't show him the biblically, biblical 
Bible. Bible about who God is and who Jesus is and all the good stuff. Yes. What I'm trying to say to you is that now that we go to this church, he seems more happy because they're biblically showing him the chapters, chapters. of God's yeah. word. Today, though, when he was <laughs> um, he was in kids' church, he said that they played peanut butter and jelly time. So I'm thinking to myself, what does that got to do with the scripture? Well, you can turn anything. Right, yeah. You can turn any subject into God's purpose and his will for him to teach you a lesson. Lesson, yeah. So maybe they was talking about Peter. Maybe they was talking about Moses. Maybe they was talking about Jeremiah. Well, actually, they was talking about Jeremiah today. And maybe they just put in a little peanut butter jelly time in the mix so they can get in depth in the conversation of Jeremiah and what Jeremiah did. You know, we got this Bible scripture on our wall where we live in this Jeremiah 29 11. It says, for I know the plan I have for you. Declare the Lord plans to your purpose. You and not to harm you plans to give you hope and and a future so that that they was talking about jeremiah and we have it on our wall that's so deep so deep Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you can turn a song a r&b song a rap song whatever type of song a blues song into a teachable moment in church. You know what? You are so through. You know what? Uh, that little clicking sound that you hear. I'm looking for a verse that I want to actually. Um, this is my favorite verse. And it's uh, Psalms 23, 4. And it says, um, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, so what is that Bible scripture teaching you? What is that Bible scripture saying to you? What resonates to you when you hear that? uh, So when I read that Bible scripture, it tells me um, that you should not fear anything because you're walking with God. I mean, of course, because God is the 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 Omega, the begin, the middle, and the end. He will never forsake you nor leave you. He will be there with you through the darkness and the, the trials and tribulations. But we tend to forget that. We're supposed to be talking about churches, but <laughs> like we're going into a whole new um depth of conversation of what we're we was trying to get to so you know what i can say to you guys about churches sometimes churches hurt you sometimes pastors first ladies whatever the case may be hurt you know this before they're a woman or man of cloth they're human beings they fall short they make mistakes. They're not perfect. We was born not perfect. We was born as sinners. We're born as sinners. We're not perfect. 
We was never perfect. Because the truth of the matter is, if Adam and Eve didn't do what they did, we'd be living peacefully. But since they did what they did and they ate from the apple tree and then they wasn't supposed to eat from the apple tree and they did, they ate from that tree, we became sinners. So, my thought is, give people grace and mercy. You, We hold pastors and first ladies on this high pedestal, and even famous people. Hold them up to this high pedestal. As soon as they fall, we crucify them. So, too, can I, may I, uh, may I share something that, yeah, that's on TikTok, and yeah. I hope they can hear it, okay. Verses in the Bible, number one, Philippians 2, 10, 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I mean, what what that is saying is true. We all got to get on path and get back into church so we can all be on one accord and get home and have the kingdom of God be full to the max that it's people even outside the door of the of the house of the Lord of the kingdom that it's no as the doors are 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 like busting to the seams. We have to get people back into the righteousness of being with God. It's 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 gonna take more than one or two of us. It's gonna take a whole nation, a whole world, to just confess with our tongue and our mouth that He is our Lord and Savior, that He did die on the cross. You know, um, let me go off with what you're saying. The church that we go to, I see a lot of visions for them, and it's a, it's a beautiful, positive vision. I see that that they're going to grow in strength when it comes to churches. And when I say when I say a church, I mean the people. I don't mean the I don't mean the four walls that are in it. The people is what makes the church. Correct. We are the church. Yes. So when I say the church is going to grow, I see that they're going to have a whole rack of people. And, and and I feel like they're going to probably have two services because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to attend that church. Exactly. You know, and that's a beautiful thing. When you walk into an atmosphere and God downloads a vision for you to see and see the pastors and where you can see the pastors going and directing the flock. Because the thing is, if you take our skins off of our body, we are all one. But people tend to forget that. They put themselves in this box. Well, I'm African American, I'm Caucasian, I'm Hispanic, I'm Indian American, I'm Korean American. No, take off the color, put that to the side. We're all human beings. You know, uh, talking about that too, and I'm going to, I'm going to get one off of you. Um, our pastor also said that um, he don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic. The church is going to be mixed in. in. He said. He said. Is it our only black church? He said, no. No, what? No. 
and that just I and that's when I saw that vision like you're gonna have we're gonna have multitude of, of different, different nationalities. Yep. Yeah. And but you know what is beautiful is they have the flax. Yes. And and that's what I noticed when we first walked in there last week. All the flax of different nationalities. Mm-hmm. It's just not a you know how you have Christian churches and you have a, a non denominating church and you have it just be all Caucasians, all African American, all Hispanics. No, he has all, they have all nationalities representing the pot of God. And that's what churches should be about representing the pot of God and what he is calling from us. Because the thing is, we should represent, we represent all of God's sons and daughters, all nationalities, all colors, kin colors disabilities it doesn't matter you know it does not matter but we lose sight of that at times but how can we get people back in churches who've been hurt babe how do we show them that hey even though you've been hurt god still needs something from you so he can have you shine your light bright so you people can see your light through God's eyes. How do we get the broken and the lost back into the churches? I, I just wonder, I, I, I want to pick your mind about that because it's like sometimes I wonder. Because you've been hurt, but you still go to church. We had a conversation. Yeah, we like, always have in-depth conversations with each other. Yeah, that too. But we had a conversation with the pastors on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And um, the pastor actually touched a subject. And he said that... Um, he said that... with He said... Uh, in with the new and out with the old... Exactly. He said, "Don't put, don't put a pastor or a leader of a church in a high uh, authority. Authority, because at the end of the day, you said the same thing too. At the end of the day, they're still men, still women, and they're still women. They're still women. So, if you don't go to church because you're blaming somebody who talked to you the wrong way, or there's a pastor that that that." That you put in a high pistol, a pistol pedestal, pedestal. Thank you. In a in a high pedestal, or whatever. Then you're basically, I don't know. Like you're basically just putting them higher. You're putting them higher out there for. You're putting them high up there, and you shouldn't put them high. You should put them. In the low ranking because, well, they're still men. The person that you should keep high up there is God himself. Because God won't do nothing. God God will always keep his promises. God will never break your heart. God will always listen to you. He's always... He's there. He's always there. Um, so if you don't go to church because of a specific person, don't stop going to a church because of a specific person. Go to a church. 
If you're hurt by what a pastor or a first lady or another pastor has done to you, then just move on and go to another church and 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 try to forgive. Excuse me, try to forgive and and forget about that pain that you have. I wouldn't say forget. I would say forgive. That's what I said. Forgive. Not, oh, did I say forget? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I would forgive. I would forgive that person. While I go to a newer church and have a better experience at that other church. Because at that other church, if you have a better experience, you may not get hurt. And you, you can't may. replace that that bad memory right. with a new memories. Mm-hmm. And you can overcome the hurt by releasing it all. And it might take you 10 times, 20 times to release it. And putting somebody up on a higher pedestal, you should never idolize anybody but Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, we're equally on the same playing field. My husband and I, we're equally on the same playing field. We started off at the starting line at the same time. But what I will say is this. Don't let somebody take you out of your element who only gets to see you for a little small window of a time during the week or on a Sunday. Maybe an hour, maybe two hours, maybe three hours. Maybe you see that person for three hours. Don't let somebody take you out of your element because you don't know what they're going through emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. Because pastors and ministers and deacons and Elders have people hired that they go up to to get refreshed and renewed, but sometimes we tend to forget that too. As 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 Christians, and it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or a Catholic or Buddhist, whatever you believe in, as long as you believe in God, but we gotta stop holding people up to a high expectation because they're going to fail us but God never ever will fail us yeah so true you know we can go through having cancer we can go through going through bankruptcy we can go through uh, losing everything but his promise and his word and his and his love stays true and remains the same. But we tend to forget that. Once God fixes the issue, we tend to be want to take it back and be in charge. That don't work. <laughs> that don't work. What do you think, babe? I'm just listening to you. <laughs> you guys speak too. You, no, no, no. This is a team effort. I'm just listening because I'm just... You at all. Yeah, there you go. You took the words out of my mouth. See, I be getting on the road with stuff and then he just be... He goes silent. He goes mute on me because I'm saying something that's speaking to his spirit. And he be like, why she always got to do that to me? This <laughs> But to be parent... What can people do who lost faith? They might lost faith in God 
because maybe they lost a child. They may lost faith in God because they lost their significant other. It's so many different things that can trigger a human being to step away from God and step away from the church. Um, but what I can say and my, my husband can say to this is be faithful in God's word. And walk in faith and not by sight. Because if you walk by sight, you're going to be blinded and you're not going to know which way to go. But if you walk in faith and you open your eyes and ears to what God is directing you toward, then all things is possible because of the simple fact of the matter is, is you opening yourself up for your blessings. And your blessings are coming. You just got to let go some of the pain and the sorrow. I don't have any comments, so I'm just... <laughs> Why don't you have any comments? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I just don't have any comments. Why? Because I'm speaking the truth? Maybe. Good God. Maybe. Okay, well, come on. Like, let's Let's go. Come on, babe. I don't know. It's just did I, did I hit a nerve that you you are like you thinking about? Yeah, I yeah. tend to do that sometimes. I don't mean to, but I tend to do that. And you know, sometimes God be just speaking through me, and I just be saying what I. So yes, to me, you know, to me, God is so beautiful, right? Just knowing the presence of know, knowing who God is is such a beautiful thing. Like, you don't have to know the quotes of the Bible. You don't have to read the whole entire Bible verse to get to know who God is. But, He's beautiful. You know, to piggy off back what you said, not only is He beautiful, He is just wonderful awesome it's it's so many words and we can be here all night talking about god and all the good and all the good news that he has done for us and what he continues to do for us even when we don't deserve it sometimes i can be honest and be true and be a parent i can be the meanest i can be the nastiest person when it comes to how I may talk to my husband but because my husband loves me and because he gives me grace and mercy he stick in there with me and vice versa sometimes he can be a butthole and he can just not be the most pleasant person but because we love each other and because God gives us grace and mercy and God gives us the ultimate power to love unconditionally and love through anything. Anything is possible with God. You can go through, doctors can say anything, but you can say, but God. You can be on trial for something that you did and it could be made like a little felony, but God. 
you could get into a car accident and the doctor might say, well, you're not going to be able to walk. You're going to have epilepsy. But God said this. Don't forget God has the last say. Not man, not woman, but God. God always has the last say. And he, like he said, he would never forsake you nor leave you. All you have to do is call upon my name, Jesus, and I will be there. So call. He's just a phone call away. All you have to say is Jesus, God, Jehovah, Lord, Omega. Like, don't turn your back on God because he won't turn his back on you. Don't turn your back on God because he won't turn his back on you. I don't know why I just said that. That just came over me for some apparent reason. But he had faith. Walk in faith, not by sight. Well, we were going to be on here for an hour, but... We can go, uh, we can go do another subject. It doesn't matter. You're funny. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm serious. I don't know if I can sit here for another long time and just keep talking. I'm not the talking type of person. When you want to be, you can. No. Yeah, if it's something if you're interested in, yeah. Yeah, so true. So that's that's a, a yes. But we'll see where this whole journey of being with this church goes. Uh, like I said, I, I just see a vision of them growing. I see it. I just see a vision of just creating more groups, like small groups. I see just I see a lot of visions for this church. I see. Going I see forward. beauty. Beauty. Yeah. I see where a little seed that's been planted, but God's going to grow it into magnitude times 10. Yep, yep. So, and it's going to be probably a mega church. You never know. The skies is the limit when God's in the the front house of the atmosphere and directing and and giving the vision to um, the pastors. And that's the beauty of it. God gives you a vision, but he doesn't tell you how to do it. Just like he told us to do a podcast, but he didn't tell us how to do it. So, you see what I'm going at? God gives you plant a seed, but you have to have the right people next to you. Pray into it. Oh, you up. Oh, Lord. Hi, baby girl. And you got to pray in your vision and pray into it and 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 keep walking. I see a vision for us too. I see a vision that if we continue to do our podcast, we're eventually going to go out there. We're going to grow and we're going to we're going to we're going to have a name for ourselves. You know, somebody's eventually going to pick us up and be like, hey, we're interested in your podcast. You want to do this? And, and I would say, go ahead. Let's go. And I don't have to go work for Amazon anymore. You know, that's the beauty because when you start something, it starts small, but then it grows, grows, grows. Oh. And then 
it grows to the point where you don't have to work as hard. You don't have to put as much work into it, but you still got to work at it so you can contain it and maintain it. And so it won't get it out of your hands because once it gets out of your hands, then you have no say in it. And, you know, I see this vision for us too. I see this vision instead of us sitting down on our own table and doing a podcast, I see that we have like, we, we open up a building and that becomes our podcast building to work out of. So a podcast station. Right. Where we can just talk, have open dialect, talk about things that necessary people don't like to talk about. Because certain things is off subject. Taboo. Yeah. And we got to knock down the doors. We do. And we got to start talking about things. Talking about God. Talking about politics. Talking about things that taxes. Why we get taxed so much? That's what I want to know. But that's a different story for a different subject for a different day. But know God is true. Know that he is alive. And continue to have faith. He have faith. But anyways, we should start closing off this podcast. So, this is your girl, Monique, and that is... Your boy, Mr. Rio. So, we're signing out for today. And we'll catch you on the next episode. And the next episode will be episode seven. Yes, ma'am. Number seven. Peace. Bye.